Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from the Mail Fuzz Network. I am Peter, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here as well. Yeah, I am. I'm back. Did, did you enjoy your New Year's, Connor? It was alright, yeah. Fairly mm. drunk. Oh. Did you have a nice New Year's, Matt? Yeah, I was sick. So was my wife. It was great. I prefer my. Well, I mean, I I probably felt similar the next day, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So that this isn't a regular episode. We'll be, obviously be back with the regular episode this weekend, as we always are with the next uh, week of books. But this is actually our end of year special. As obviously we're in twenty seventeen, but this is going to be our comics from the multiverse award show for twenty seventeen. So we're going to talk about who the best writer was, best artist. We're going to pick our top ten books of the year. We're going to debate over what that is. Uh, pick some of the best single issues of the year and that's pretty much it, that's kind of the plan so sit back, enjoy here's debate and argue and whatever else we're going to do so I think we all agree that Superman's not winning right, I mean that's nope <laughs> right in with the, the riling Matt up yeah uh-huh. well if light a fire under him, get him going I, I can go downstairs and get my hammer <laughs> <laughs> like, like... In my weakened state, it will not come to me. I have to go to it. But see, now I'm picturing Matt like holding his hand up with Thor, but instead of the hammer coming, he just flies towards the hammer. I know, it's all it's all about relativity. It's how you decide to look at it. Like does Superman fly, or does the Earth move around him? Huh? Oh, yeah, pass. Broke Pete's pass. I'll, I'll pass on that question. <laughs> I'll pass. So. Yeah, we're going to start with uh, the Best Writer and Artist Awards, if you will. The prestigious awards in the first ever annual Comics from the Multiverse presentation of awards. Uh, would anyone like to nominate someone? Jason Aaron. He does not write for DC. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be fair, you didn't specify a DC book. So you just said the Best Writer and Artist. He is the Best Writer, and that's what won in the Mild Fuzz group. <laughs> Excuse me for assuming that you would understand <laughs> that we'd be picking the best writer and artist who wrote a DC book. I mean, there's a fair assumption of why we would think that, but, you know, be specific. See, I should have said Aaron, you should have said... Um, Gillen. Gillen, and then Pete would have walked away. It would have <laughs> been hilarious. Alright, Connor's already upset me, so my... My my thing's going on. If you're watching hey, the video, hey, he started this, not me. Yeah, but you encouraged him, and that upsets me. So, if anyone's watching the video version, you can see that I've got I love Red Hood, sort of speech bubble for Connor you have over that screen. Of me. I can't have my picture associated with that any longer. Well, it was off of the last episode, so <laughs> I know I saw, but I can control this one. <sighs> Dear. <laughs> Uh, just wait till you have to say what your top one is. It's gonna be a whole. <laughs> and Connor's arguing for. Boom. <laughs> You're far too uh, much fun clicking that to make it. Yeah. I, am. I gotta admit though, it is pretty great. Yeah, like, I'm not good. even gonna lie. Good. Okay, so so are we doing best writer or best artist first? We'll do best writer first. No, no, we'll do. Okay. Yeah, we'll do best writer first. Do best writer. Is John's off the list because he only wrote one thing? Yes, I, I think that's fair. 
Okay. He wrote one issue. I th- and I then, think when we get to single issues, I think DC Universe Rebirth is going to have a g- good shot of being in that conversation. So we'll leave him off best writer. So then, and then I'm going to do the writing team of Pete Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. So why, Matt? Why, why them? Why are you nominating them? So uh, Tomasi and Gleason have made Superman matter again. And not, not that Dan Jurgens has it in action, but Tomasi and Gleason took the family approach that they used in Batman and Robin, where every character matters, and they're expanding the supporting cast. You have Kathy and her grandpa, and then you have John, uh, Lois and Clark, and just everything's been great. And these two little, well, they're not too little, but the, the two issue, like mini arcs that they've been doing, have all been really fun. So... It just again, it's been made. It's made Superman fun to read, and it's made him matter again after you know seven, eight years of not being so good. They yeah, pushed was, him back to the top. It was a long seven or eight years. I will. So it was. Attest to that. You're telling me. Uh, I'm kind of surprised the answer there wasn't just because it's Superman and then just left at that. No. Now, see, the Matt cares I don't about do having. That. I... Yeah, Matt cares about having good discussion. He wants wants to create a good show. And there's no way I'm going to be accused of because Batmaning Superman, okay? <laughs> Not here. Um, I will agree with pretty much everything you just said. I think the two issue arcs are fun, and it's a nice break up from the fact that the rest of the stuff has been very touching and moving and meaningful and good natured, like Superman should be. So, yep. I, th- I think that's a fair bit. Connor, do you have someone you would like to nominate? Uh, I think I'll go with Tim Seeley. Because I think what he's been doing with Nightwing has been fantastic. It's been a great continuation of what he was doing with the character during his the Grayson run, and obviously, Dick is back as as we know how he should be, and he's reconnecting a lot of things that we think of when we think of Dick. Prime Dick, I agree. Exactly, and it's just been a, a consistently great series that's gotten better as well. It has gotten better. I, I think. I, I mean. I enjoyed the first Raptor stuff, you know that Raptor arc, but I, I feel like I feel like the Bloodhaven stuff better. is gearing up to really get Nightwing where I want him to be. Yeah, to put Dick in the right place. It feels like this is for Superman in terms of course correction. They just went, nah, just have him back, like just throw him into mm-hmm. the world. With Nightwing, it feels like they're actually taking the route of making him become that character again. I, I think you could. I think that was easier to do with Nightwing than it was like Superman. I think you had to just say, no, no, yeah. have have him back because this this one is just it's too far gone. Yeah, and it's not going to work. Dick was at least recognizable still. Yeah, yeah. Recognizable it, Dick. It wasn't the same Dick, but you could still. It was still a Dick. You could still, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And the I, Dick. The Dick. Yes. Uh, did you read Higgins' Nightwing stuff? Because that was really different. I did. I did. Uh, so I feel like you're correct in saying like Seeley's taken that character and reestablished it back to pre new 52 Dick. Yeah. So, Oh, I, I think that's a, a good pick. If I'm nominating someone here, I, and we can nominate more than one. I'm just sort of going round one by one just now to give everyone a, a chance to say someone. I think the obvious choice to nominate someone is Scott Snyder. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Greg Rucker is the first one I would nominate. Next next time you got to let that joke land. I was about you to jump in and defend. Uh, no. <laughs> Hit the button again. 
Hit the button again <laughs> for that one. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is, uh... Okay, maybe I wasn't going to defend for best. But... Yes. As a writer, you could say yes. Scott oh, yeah. Snyder is Scott Snyder has written some wonderful stuff. Don't get me wrong. Is it, I... Sorry, is it just me? Or is that, that pop-up? Has it got a lot of white marks on it as well? It's got some stuff on it that I didn't see before because like, cause the image was static that it was up against. <laughs> right. I didn't see it. So, yes. There's, I'm just there's looking some... at it now. It's like, this looks weird. There's some photoshopping errors on the... I love Red Hood caption that's coming up for Connor. Which is impressive, considering you've just used a pencil and shoddily scrawled it. You still <laughs> managed to mess that up. It reflects the quality of the passion, book though. that you love. <laughs> do I love it, or do I want to burn it? I think it clearly says there, oh. I love Red Hood. Well, me if I'm wrong, don't Matt. believe everything you read, and especially not on the internet. You can believe this. You can take it to the so, back. Oh, Greg Rucker. Greg Rucker, yeah. yeah. Greg Rucker, who obviously is a great writer, and he, he's writing a lot of great stuff this year as well, between Lazarus and... Uh, it was Black Magic this year. Did he do that? It was. That? Yep. Yeah. Uh, which I've not read yet, but I'm, you know, it's another example for people who have been reading. I think you'd enjoy it being that it's magic, but with rules. Oh, I so... probably would. It's just one of those things where I, I, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm going to wait until there's like five trades that I can... It might even be my favourite thing well, that I've read. If you're waiting for five trades, prepare to wait a while because we got one. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, I, I just mean I want, to, a year. I want to wait until it's in bulk and I can just right. devour just it. consume. Yeah. Let's we'll mass quantities. But, no, nah, Rucka, I think... Well, why Rucka? He... It's funny because the rebirth issue of Wonder Woman was easily its weakest and we weren't that impressed, but we didn't really criticize That's right, it. it was. We didn't criticise it too much because we knew it was Rocket and we knew, well, he's, he's just kind of churning his wheels here because he has nothing to say in this one shot. You know, he's, he's waiting for the, the yeah, main series. he doesn't want to give away the point of his It was arc. kind of like, look, this is all the shit that's just happened that I've got to fix. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's not the Azarello stuff. You know, that's in there, no, but I, I wouldn't consider that the shit. No, no, I, I mainly meant the, the Finches. Finches. Yeah. yeah. But really... So, I mean, much like the silly stuff that uh, Cora mentioned with Nightwing, it's gotten better as it's went along. I feel like I was enjoying the first six issues, seven issues, but then it hit issue eight and it really started to pick up and it really showed his skill as a storyteller where he could do a single issue focusing on a side character or a villain or whoever and it would be just this great one-issue story and it'd have weight and impact. And I think as it's going on and I'm getting touchy moments between Diana and Steve and I'm getting... In the last issue, which Connor's not read, so I will, I will Thank you. veer from complete spoilers. But I will say it's a great issue that focuses. Steve on loses a hand. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he could have lost a hand because he basically turns into Rambo and protects Diana in that the issue. The thing is, I can't remember if this is the present day or the past issue. So it's like, so, well, did he lose a hand or did he not? <laughs> that's for you to find out, my friend. <laughs> but no, the fact that he can single in an issue like that. Uh, on a character in one issue like that and make it feel like impactful and give the character their own little arc but it builds to the larger tapestry of what's going on I think it's uh, really great I so. think something else very important for Rocket is he's been very inventive with the double shipping and he's used it as a writing yep. tool rather than just a, an excuse to push out more books he's yep. used it for a good narrative purpose we've got these two stories playing off each other and intertwining and I feel like overall that'll make it better come the end as well Yep. Yeah. 
I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll maybe argue with one part of that statement that you said it's not just an excuse to push out more books. I don't really feel like the other double shipping books feel like that. Well, I mean, what I mean by that is they're the same issues we would have had anyway. Like I feel like we could have got those same yeah. issues just monthly. It's- what Connor's saying is it's too basically he's taking advantage of making it two series yeah, he has. versus I, just one. I think my dispute yeah. with that that's that statement though is just that I I feel like some of the other books are actually altering their pacing to account for the fact that we're getting two a month. So I don't feel like as much as yeah, it would be the next part of the story, I think the pacing is slightly different because they know we're only waiting two weeks to the next one. So they can have a, a downbeat issue without it feeling like, oh, this is like a, a month where we had a really quiet issue. I mean, you say that but how many series have you read monthly that have those downbeat issues anyway? So, I don't know. It's about all of them. True. That, that's fair. Maybe, maybe what we're saying is that having two a month is just a better pacing in general. Maybe that's what yeah. we're getting well, and at. I, I was really dead set against that, just money spending wise. But when it comes down to it, and you're spending, you know, what does it end up being, like six bucks a month for those double shippers? Yeah. yeah. Versus four for the other company... And you're getting twice as much. And if it's not a good story or you're not enjoying it, it's over more quick, you know, or quickly. I can't talk. Um, <laughs> and there's also, I mean, sure, it's more expensive, but they've all been, or the ones that we've been reading at least, have been high yeah. enough quality to justify it. If they haven't, yeah. then you're not losing either you way, are you? Nope. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I, I, I think there's a lot of really good things. Obviously, I mean, we're going to have a. I think as we go throughout this episode, we're going to have a general talk about how rebirth is just working. I think we're just going to naturally tangent into that as we talk about different things. It mm-hmm. just makes sense, rather than having a dedicated section at the end to how, how is rebirth doing. Well, that's just going to come up as we go. And I think one of the things that DC is doing really well with rebirth is yeah, they've lowered the price. Yes, we have double ship books, but what? And I think that's working because of what we've said because. The, the price is lower, we don't feel as like as much of a, bur- as a burden as if it was two four dollar books or it was whatever. Right. If it was two four dollar books, I think we'd all be questioning it a bit. Yeah, yep. it'd, it'd be harder. But they've really stuck to this incentive that they, this mission statement they said back when they announced all this is that they wanted to have less overall books, but really focusing on establishing the, the core properties. And I feel like having the double shipping helps them do that because you're really building up all this story with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, whoever, in a really much mm-hmm. shorter time span, but we're really getting a lot out of it. And then the other thing it's doing, and this relates to the way it's handling events and crossovers, is that it doesn't feel like when there's an event that half the books in the company are being dragged into it, kicking and screaming. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like your event is never-ending. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, just leave your Suicide Squad, we're two issues in, there's four left, and it'll be done in four weeks. Yeah. So, but yeah. Matt, do you have another nomination you would like to submit to the group? I just... <sighs> Probably more of an honorable mention, but with Josh Williamson on Flash and Justice League versus Suicide Squad, I feel like as great as his Flash stuff has been, I feel he's only been ramping up. So that's why I want to make him an honorable mention because that tease at the end of the last issue, which I don't want to ruin for Connor in case he didn't read it. You know, <laughs> What's that this week uh, as well? Yeah. Yes. It's it, I, I feel his best work's in front of him and he's just kind of all warmed up now. So yeah, I'm I'm sorry guys, I picked a really bad week to, to not <laughs> <You did>. <laughs> Although it's worth mentioning Connor did make a point of reading uh, just League View Suicide Squad, Supergirl being super and Detective Comics. 
yes, you, you told me those okay. were the three essentials that may get talked about yeah, cause I, in I think some capacity. At the end, or somewhere in the middle, we probably will talk a little bit about the ongoing rebirth stuff and where we're at with that. And I feel like Detective was very important in that discussion. Oh. Which now you've read yeah. it, you'll understand why I told you to read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, okay, I've already mentioned. Connor, do you have a, another nomination? Uh, yeah, another nomination. Uh, Tinian Fourth for his stuff on Detective Comics. I, I was mean, probably going with that next myself, yes. Continue. I mean, it's it's kind of an obvious one, because we've all been loving Detective Comics. I mean, we just mentioned it. It's been important mm. to the overall Rebirth plot, more so than most books. Surprisingly but, so. I'd, I'd yeah, it yeah. is. And more importantly than that, it's never suffered because of it. It's always furthered its own plot by using the Rebirth stuff. I, I think I think for me, the, the big... One, it's the best thing Tinian's ever written, at least from what I've read of his stuff, yeah. by a fair margin. Yeah. And it's just the way that he's he's taken all these characters that have been either mistreated or ignored or whatever over the last five years because of the New 52, and it's giving them this core book that's kind of... It's making the, the Bat family, the Gotham City side of the DCU, feel like its own little world again, rather than being all this disconnected stuff. It's kind of the same way that the super books are all making Metropolis and the super... Side of the yeah, it, it world feels feel. like detective and action are two sides of the same coin because action has yep. been doing a similar thing where it's had Lois stuff and you know Lex stuff. Yeah, and, and Superwoman even popped in for an issue, and th- you know we we can see yeah. them coming in and out of that a bit more than the main Superman book. Yeah, I think it's it's very clear in their intentions that that is action and detective that are those books. They are this is the core of the universe. Yeah, and I, I think he's. I think his villains have been very strong so far. Yeah. Yeah, considering he's not treading old ground. Like these are all basically new. With the uh, exception of Mudface. Kate's dad. Well Oh, oh Mudface uh, wasn't new, was she? No, I don't know. I have never encountered her before. Maybe she maybe mm-hmm. she was, but, I, I don't know. I, I assume Kate's she was Kate's dad was an established character, but he wasn't really a villain. Yeah, so he's using yeah. stuff from continuity to build up new stuff, and that's yep. that's exciting. And and same with Hugo Strange and the Monster Man. That was more the Monster Man were the villain, not so much Strange. He was the you know mastermind behind it. So you know, I like when I like when writers can take a character that has all these different villains and do something new and refreshing. So. So I think that's been Detective in a nutshell, and, right? New and refreshing. And to be fair, with uh, Batman specifically, there's a reason why he's such a good rogues gallery, is that every mm-hmm. few years someone comes along and says, I'm going to try something new, and it sticks. Yep. Because when you actually look at the history of Batman villains, it's actually really impressive how spread out... Because like, Bane's the 90s. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's not old. He's he's not... There's Joker and Catwoman, like, they go back to the 40s and whatever. Well, you also have, like, Crazy Quilt. You know, you know. Well, he might not be as lasting as some of the other ones. Well, no, but I mean, that's why Snyder used him in his run, right? He didn't make him actual crazy quilt, but he used some of the aspects there. Yeah. So you get some that don't stick as well as the others. But it it does go very recently, like even Snyder's Court of Owls. That feels like that's kind of an important part of universe now like it's mm-hmm. still i mean we're seeing it playing out in, in nightwing recently yep. it's still having ripple effects five six five years later and mm-hmm. it feels like that could be around for a long time i feel like i, f- I feel like we've picked the obvious ones i, I feel no matter what i think tomasi slash gleason rocker 
were the two I, I felt like we were probably going to be arguing about for who was winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only other one I'd probably give a, sh- a big shout out to is mm-hmm. is Ben Percy because he's obviously been doing yeah. Green Arrow and Teen Titans. Yeah, and both of those have been very, very solid. I mean, Green Arrow maybe faltered a little bit at, at certain points, but First overall, arc, yeah. Or sorry, Green Arrow. Yeah, I'm thinking of Green yeah. Lanterns. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. my, my head shifted to the same color, but elsewhere. Yeah, I, I want to give a shout out to Hope Larson actually because I'd never read anything by her, and I feel like Batgirls. Mm-hmm shown her to be very capable yeah yeah i agree and i'm excited yeah, to see what she does next she was doing a lot of indie stuff before right and i feel like her tackling like these big superhero stuff and it's kind of fit right in with what's going on in the world and it feels like a yeah, unique but voice even... as well compared to the other superheroes yeah. it feels unique yeah, yeah. Uh, barbara stands out which i think was what they were trying to do with the burnside stuff and it kind of i think blew up in their faces a little because it made it too different and too indie yeah. If you will, like, and and now they've I think got Hope Larson to to strike that balance, because it was the first arc was like this not globe trotting but she was traveling all over Asia, and Asia trotting the villain ended, yeah Asia trotting there you go, um, the villain ended up being something that was pretty simple it wasn't like this big huge villain, so I feel like. Again, it struck that balance between indie and and mainstream that they they think they feel like they're going for right now, and they're not chasing it like they used to. Like I felt like the DCU, YOU stuff that they were doing was kind of chasing it a little more, and and now they're just doing it. Versus... It feels a bit more natural, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it feels like they're they're bringing in this diverse stuff into the real DCU without it feeling forced, it's this, natural. This one feels like. A writer had an idea yeah. and actually yep. just played it out, and they let it play out. Whereas the others, it felt like when it was DCU, it felt like the writers were dictated to. It's like we need to do this. this. Yeah, and yeah. The thing, the effect that has though, now that they're doing it the proper way, is that it makes it feel like the universe is getting bigger rather than having these things tacked onto it. If that even with these smaller amount of books, the world yeah. does feel bigger because there's more variation. Yeah, it feels like a world that's connected, and it does feel bigger. So. Alright, so we've narrowed it down then. I, th- I think, are we agreeing it's between Tomasi slash Gleason and Rucka? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Right, okay. Right, are we just going to vote? Because, I mean, there's Steve, so t- it has to be an Adam's yeah. one. It has to be a winner. You know, we can't have a tie. Mm. Yeah, well, you guys already know what my vote is. <laughs> I feel like we already know what Pete's vote is. I'm kind of tossing so, it off in my head still. I haven't quite well, landed. To, well, to be, well, to be fair, you, you went first. I put another nomination. I could still vote Tomasi Gleason. That's still possible. Are you going well, that's, that's true. I'm not saying I that. Feel like... yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing my cards. Connor can play his yeah. cards first. Yeah. Oh, man. You, you, so you get to be the decider if, if I go the other way. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, well, I almost don't want that though. If you, if you, well, pick... that's the thing. I, I almost want to just say Rucker just to be safe. So now any blame falls on Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna blame you, Connor, because he introduced Rucker. So, yeah, and one of us would have either way, though. No, I know. But if it was you <laughs> and voted for Rucker, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it's such a tough um, choice. It's called an adversarial relationship, my friend. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with. Tomasi and Gleason, and that's because 
I, I feel like while while Rock is doing a lot of inventive stuff with the storytelling structure, and obviously it's it's very good. Tomasi just has a bit more heart to it. There's a there's a, a bit of a deeper connection mm-hmm. beyond just the story. I'm there no matter what it is. Whereas Rook is it's still kind of um working with the story. Hmm. Yeah. I would have also picked Tomasi Gluson. Oh man, oh, thank God. <laughs> because and the reason being is that Rook is doing phenomenal stuff, but like I say, it started a little bit. It wasn't even bad. It wasn't bad by any means. It was still great, but it started great and got better. Whereas I feel like the Superman has been a bit more consistent since it started. Yeah, it's yeah. been great out of the gate, hasn't it? Yeah, because we that was what we were raving about in the first couple of weeks. We're saying, "Oh, this is you know, this is fantastic." Yeah. Superman issue one, Superman issue two, excellent stuff. So, and yeah, it does have it's that feeling of getting the real Superman back, uh, which and that phrase may upset people, but no, the real Superman is yeah. back. Well, it it's, is. Yeah. It's true. So. There's a reason why they did that. There's a reason why New Fifty Two Superman went kaput right before. You know, it died with the New Fifty Two. So there you go. Like, Our best best writer from Comics from the Multiverse is Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason for Superman. I'm just letting that just letting that sit. Because Matt gave me crap earlier for not letting something land and giving it time to sink in. So I'm I'm making sure Only I'm, your jokes. Only your I mean, jokes, Pete. I mean some... the thing is this this is that is our first ever award given. Yeah. Let, let that yeah. rest. Yeah. We should send them. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll add some sparkly effects or something after I said that on the edit. Like like, like just just, just a, a box of chocolates for him. Matt. <laughs> oh, we should so invest in some trophies and send them out. <laughs> yeah. It'll go. What is comics from the multiverse? Why do I have a trophy? <laughs> and then that's how we get a spotlight on us, and they shut us down. So let's not give out trophies. Let's give out figurative trophies. They can't shut us. What are they doing anything they can shut us down for? No. You're not allowed to talk about us. Cease and desist. <laughs> I All mean, right. to be fair, if he who should not be named hears what we say, he might try and get us for, for, for libel. Yeah, mm. well, then I'll remind him the time I almost mowed him down at a casino, and I didn't. So... And he should be thankful. <laughs> That's all. Well, I guess that takes us on to best artist. I'll start with Connor this time mm-hmm. since Matt got to go first last. Connor, who would you like to nominate for best art? Oh, shall I throw out the obvious first? Yeah. Go on. Go on. I'm going to throw out Manipal, aren't I? Uh, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yes, you it, were. He's, he's done, like, what, two issues? And <laughs> it's still true. been but some of the best issues of the all. year. He's plus, the, he, I think he's been, he's been doing all the covers, hasn't he? He's yeah. done the covers, yeah, yeah, he has. He's done all the covers. And he's been doing variant covers. The 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 one from Batgirl this last week was fantastic. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I love the idea that he's sitting, he's you know, he's, he's his studio, his table. You know, he's he's doing his comic. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing Trinity. I'm writing. And I'm doing art, and I'm doing all this. And he gets like, you know, a messenger comes in, even though they, I'm sure they work at home. But messenger comes right in, and he's like, man, Paul Francis. Variant covers requested for this, this, and this. And he's like, would you piss off? I've got my own book to do here. I like how you I... think it's a physical messenger and not just an email. Because <laughs> uh... it was funny. It was funny in my head if you have like a, a little like, T-boy running in with a memo. Yeah. I love how in your mind, like, <laughs> comic writers earn enough to have a little person that <laughs> runs after them and gives them messages. 
It's, it's Memo. He, he, brought, he just stands at the fax machine waiting for the memos to come through yeah. and he runs in and says, Mr. Manipal. That's still in the 90s That's how I well, get yeah. my messages, guys, and I don't even write yeah. comics. And he's, he's, he's got a tie on and he's, he's got glasses and he's... It's like a... I'm thinking newsroom type messenger boy kind of thing. Mm. I'm, I'm going far too into this. You are. Manipal. Sure. Yes. Good yeah. pick. Good, okay. good choice. This is beautiful. Like... Every every panel of Manipoles looks fantastic. You could frame it and put it on a wall. Every it's, single it's one. It's also yep. not just the, the art and the drawings, it's the actual layouts. They're so inventive and mm-hmm. they're just always phenomenal. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to... I'm going to do that first because Matt will give me crap. So... No, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. That's fine, that's fine. That's I fine. feel like we, we know what that was already. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw out uh, Albuquerque. For Batgirl is what he's been working on. It does some yeah. variants as well. I think they've all done. I think every artist we're going to mention has probably done a couple of variants here or there yeah. for some other series. But uh, very, very visual striking and poppy. The, the facial expressions I'm really loving yeah. from uh, from his stuff. Obviously, I mean he's finished his six issues of Batgirl. He's not coming. He's you know. He, it does make me sad. The next artist yeah. looks good though. Uh, you know. I mean, don't don't get wrong. They do, but Albuquerque has been one of my favorite artists for like four years. Yeah. But no, visually very striking. Obviously, the colouring as well comes comes into it there. Uh, plays yep. with its colours a lot. A lot of bright whites, you know, as backgrounds. Uh, gives it a very mm-hmm. distinct look. But, you know, lots of purples and yellow. Not just in our outfit, obviously, because that's the, our colour scheme. But it uses that to affect in mm-hmm. everything in the, yeah. the the backgrounds and all that kind of thing. So, no, I, I would... Uh, very expressive, I guess, is the, the phrase I'd use. Yes, very much so. Matt. And you know, it's Albuquerque just by looking at it. That's always a mark of a great hmm. artist. Yeah. Oh. There you go, Matt. What, so, uh, nomination? I'm going to go with Nicola Scott, since you guys took my two I had written down. Sorry, that was uh, my next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, who's been doing the even-numbered issues, for the most part, of Wonder Woman, the year one stuff. And Pete was talking about expressive. That's Nicola Scott's art's expressive as well. Like, you get so much... Uh, there's a lot of, of those early issues where no one can understand each other because Wonder Woman's speaking a different language. And so everyone doesn't understand her. She doesn't understand everyone. And you still get things conveyed through through facial expressions and even the body language that's there. And then stuff like the splash pages that are there on top of it just look great. Um, she did the last issue, right, of the year one. Where at the end the big bad showed up. Yeah, yeah, was scary yeah. looking. That that page is. Yeah, the, the only is issue that, she didn't do was the the the, the, Barbara Barbara Anne. Anne. the, the yeah. Hey. issue. Yeah, issue, I just yeah. wanted to double check and uh, make sure before I give give her credit for. Also, while we're on stuff. on her her non DC stuff, just if we go to to back to to the Black Magic earlier in the year some of the best artwork I've ever seen. Like It's, it's all yeah. black and white except for very specific moments and she's like yep. carrying the entire thing and it's phenomenally gorgeous. It I gives it a much that. more of a noir. Yeah. It the, gives the, it much more of a, a magical noir type, type feel to it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But then when there is colour in that, it feels special. Yep. Nice. It's usually when magical things are happening too so it draws your eye. Like, remember this, pay attention. Connor, no nomination? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Gleason. 
because obviously mm-hmm. he's been on the, the the writing or story team for Superman, but his art has always captured everything that that series has been yeah. trying to do perfectly. Yeah, yeah. and again, obviously we're talking about just the the, the actual artists that are drawing the books, but. I do want to point out a lot of what helps a lot of their art is the colours and the inks and that sort of stuff. But I think the colour, especially in Superman, very vivid, very deliberate to give it a very yeah. specific feel. And uh, nah, 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 Superman's look great. Honestly, I think artist is worse than what uh, not worse, harder to pick than writer because even after yeah. we've said four, I'm still seeing stuff that I'm it's because there's here. so many more because obviously with the double shipping they've, they've been having to swap artists a lot yeah so, there's so a lot some more titles have had three or four whereas just one right i'm going to drop some names here right and just uh i think you'll agree these all deserve to be mentioned here and they may enter the conversation oh yeah. schmidt okay uh jean ferrai as well as if we're on green arrow right uh, him specifically for action and motion, the sense of movement in his his pages are is glorious. So that's what I really love about him. Mm. Um, so we got those. We also have, of course, our boy uh, Gia Domenico from Flash. Yep. Yeah, and he should get something just for doing so many issues in a row. Yeah, he he probably had the best track With record. Five. Of, yeah, continuous yeah. issues in the double shipping books. Yeah. Him, right. him, him, and to be fair, Finch. Both went a long time. Without well, taking a break. Sure, but Gia Domenico gets the credit for it because his is better. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's fair. And yes, the first one I was going to nominate was uh, Mikel Janin from Batman. Because yeah. despite that one panel that Connor obsessed over that one issue, gorgeous stuff. Yeah. Majestic you know, is the word I the use. Story, yeah. the, the art is fantastic. Yeah, majestic is the word I'd use to describe his yeah. art. The the only other one I'd throw in as well is uh, Lupacino, because obviously oh, yeah. done a lot a lot of fillings say. on various books, but they've that all been great. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'd even like to. I don't think I should be considered as best artist, but I would like to point. And I can't remember the name. I apologize, but the artist on Supergirl, I'm really enjoying. Yeah, I love uh, the name in front of me. Brian Ching. Brian Ching, thank you. Ching. He, uh, I think he's been doing great stuff. Very, very again emotive, much like I was speaking about some of the other artists. In cartoony, but not yeah, in a bad yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very, again, like, they don't have a house style anymore. They're, they're picking styles that suit the characters and the tones of the books. And I think that's yep. I think that's something you can award DC as a whole right now over the whole Rebirth line is they've, they've not said, nah, this has to look like this and they'll have to look the same. They've, yeah. they've learned, and that's good because I've had people that were like, oh, you know what, so DC's back and it's all 100%. It's like, well, no. I put up with a lot of bad stuff over a bunch of years if them just redoing the same mistakes and thinking it's just going to keep working. And now they've learned from it and they've earned, you know, that I'm going to check out every number one that comes out again because they've learned. And and obviously so, it's not going to be 100%. It, it never is. No. And even the ones that are bad, for the most part, I feel like have an audience that's just not us. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, like, I'm enjoying Titans, but yeah, I, I kind of wish it was someone other than Brett Booth doing the art. Yep. That's fair. And we're not going to do worst ofs, because I feel like that's just mean, no. especially when it's this specific, and, and we are mostly Because it's very clear read... worst. Sorry? <laughs> there's a clear, for, for writer at least, but he should take yeah. home worst everything, just out of principle. Yeah, but, but I feel like that shouldn't count, though, because it's only you that reads that book. Yeah, that's how yeah, bad it is. It spills into anytime. everything. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and if you're on the video, you can see what Spook I'm talking about on the screen at this moment. There it is. <laughs> I'm too much fun. Right, so we have a, a short list there. It's a bit bigger than the writer one. Because I feel like with the writers, it was clearly between two or three. Whereas with the R, I feel like almost all the names that were mentioned there deserve to be in the running. Does anyone want to fight for one in particular? Is someone feeling really strongly that that, that one artist should be should be top spot? Matt's nodding. Matt, what, what, what are your feelings, your thoughts, your opinions, your Francis passion? Manipal. Because as we said, every granted, it's only been a couple issues, but don't forget, on, he did everything on those two issues. Yeah, honestly though, Matt, that would be why I would argue against him. That That's my yeah. one thing that's stunning as well. Like, like, he is phenomenal. Because... And the other thing that I would also argue, not not this this doesn't discount his art, but the fact that he's only done two out of like four or five issues, the art and the other issues were still really good and really complimented yeah. what he normally does. Right. Whereas, I'm, whereas I'm thinking some of the other artists where they've done like a whole arc or whatever, and they have a distinct style where we're excited to see them come back. And you know how how excited were we when Gia Domenico came back to Flash, or you know how excited were we when you know we got to Jan and after five issues of Finch, which don't get me wrong, was better than usual for Finch. But you know, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, Manipal's my favorite working artist. So I'm not gonna. Uh, I get, I get, I get I'm that. not gonna not cast a vote. Like, I get, I get come that. on. All right. So Matt, Matt's pulling for Manipal. Connor, are you oh. you pulling for anyone in particular? Nicholas Scott, because she's missed the one issue, obviously, but everything else has been absolutely phenomenal. And like Matt said, when when he nominated her, it was all those those smaller things of just understanding how. They're communicating without words, and you can just see every small, subtle movement and detail. Well, we have a winner because I'm going to also pick Nicholas Scott. There you go. And also, we didn't mention Liam Sharp, who's also doing fantastic stuff in the uh, present yes. arc. So I, I yeah. wanted to mention that because I really like his stuff too. But uh, no, Nicholas Scott's has been gorgeous. It has that, again, very emotive, uh, very subtle details. And sometimes I'm more impressed when the writer doesn't have to actually give them words. It can just be a page of nothing but action and movement or even just subtle glances at each other. But you get the storytelling through it. And I think that's really impressive. And Nicholas Scott's done that on top of just being gorgeous to, to look at. I will say if Manipal had done like one or two more issues, probably would have won. Yeah. yeah. Either way I win because I got to nominate Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right, me. So like, be- best artist officially goes to Nicholas Scott for Wonder Woman. Alright, let's talk about some single issues. This could be interesting, could be heated potentially. I don't know. I feel like I feel like are we all gonna agree that DC Universe Rebirth issue one is probably the most important issue of the year? Yes. It is. And I kinda wanna exempt it because it cheats by being four issues worth of space in one. I get that. What I was going to say, as I was going to say, that kind of wins, but we'll pick another number one as well. This from a regular series. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll pick oh, say that's... five. I don't know if we're going to rank these, but we'll 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 nominate some and maybe we'll decide on an order. I think we'll discuss what the the best ones are. Right, Matt. I know you want to nominate Superman issue seven. So why are you nominating Superman issue seven? Because it is what I said about. Tomasi and Gleason in the writers. It's Superman, Lois, and John, well, Clark, Lois, and John, attending the state fair in Hamilton County, or the county fair, not so much the state fair. And after Superman's been told, don't do any Supermaning. But of course, he can't not, and still has to manage to fit it in with 
spending family time. Yeah, it's, it's a very sweet issue as well. It's a very yes, it is. heartwarming little tale. That's the it's the breather between the big arcs, and I, I kind of like those issues. Yep. Sometimes, yep. sometimes they can be my favorite. Connor, do you have a nomination? Not yet. Give me a minute. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm trying to. I'm trying to distinguish Cause... everything in my head, and there was a lot of issues in this last six months. Because yeah, I have another favorite. So that's that's, that's you fair. Know, um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll nominate something. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I, I would like to nominate issue 10 of Nightwing. Mm-hmm. That's the pre-Bloodhaven, the dream one? No, that is the Bloodhaven one. Okay. Unless I'm getting my numbers mixed up, in which case I'll, I'll fact check yeah. this. <laughs> Double check. But I, f- I feel like that was the the first uh, Bloodhaven issue. Okay. See, I thought you were a real big fan of that dream issue where you said it was the best. Oh no, I, I did. Was uh, the best issue? It was at the time. <laughs> and then the next gotcha. one was better. Yeah, then the next one was better. I'm just, I'm just going off of uh, previous, you know, knowledge. That's all. That I had. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Uh, Matt, what's your next one while I'm fact checking? Uh, so the numbers, I, again, I'm not to it, but it was the Barbara Ann Minerva issue. Eight. Issue eight. Of One Woman. So issue eight. Issue eight. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was six or eight. But yeah, Wonder Woman issue eight it does everything that I want it in a comic. Is it's got like this pulpy adventure style to it with Barbara Ann discovering like old Amazon ruins and the bet with her teammates that you know they're real or not or why they're there they shouldn't be there and also her finding that tree which which added to the story of what was going on with Diana. So for a fill-in issue, it really did some great storytelling. And the art... Who's the artist, Connor? You're uh, of... Everly Bilquist, I believe the name is. Yeah. Who's taking over after Scott, when Scott yes. takes a break. So it'll be in good hands, those even-numbered issues still. I like and... the uh, the optimism that, that, uh, that she's only taking a break. Like, oh, she'll be back. She's not leaving for good. Well, well she's, I think... she's taking a break to draw some more... Black magic. Black so magic. Yeah. When when she's done the next arc of that, she can come back and do an arc come of back. Wonder Woman again. Yeah, hey, I'd, I'd like if you're right. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Well, she's still cool with DC. I mean, she goes all the way back to Secret Six with Gail Simone. Yeah. So you know, but I'm glad that they've worked it out that they can still work on Black Magic together and do Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, and I I think that's kind of what's keeping Rucka happy as well. That oh, you can still. Do your other stuff, you know. We want to keep you happy, keep you, keep the 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 palms greased, as it were. Yeah, and it, obviously, from what we've heard from behind the scenes, he's been given a lot of freedom. Yeah. With even like you know like the, the the variant cover stuff that went down, and he's clearly got more yeah. than the, the usually get as just a writer. I tell you what, kind of helps when your good friend is now the CCO and president of the company. <laughs> I mean, I'm right? sure it does help. But yes. Yeah. I, tell you, I tell you this on this subject of like them getting him back. If I have one insane like hope and dream for 2017 mm-hmm. for DC, is that somehow, some way, and I don't care what it is, I don't care what they have to do, who they have to sacrifice, probably a deal. Get Mark Wade on something. Poof. Get him back to DC, writing whatever the hell I he wants. That. I think for me, like if 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 we're on the topic of that, that now, uh, I, I want to see Gillen do something in the DC world. Obviously, he's played a lot in the the Marvel world and then his own world, so Star Wars at the minute. But 
I'd really like to see him tackle DC for a change. I've never read a Gillen book. I don't think so. So I have no idea if I want that, (laughs) but I'll take your word for it at the moment. Fair enough. (laughs) I did did think of a couple of issues anyway. Oh, there you go. So um, one of them would be the second issue of that Dead Man mini. Oh, which okay. has the very oh, okay. long title that I cannot remember exactly. Dead phrasing. Man, Dark Mansion, or Forbidden Love. That's the one. I thought the first issue was great, and I thought I went into the second one knowing what to expect, and then it still managed to to ramp it up and be phenomenal. Yeah, no, I I, I can yes. can cover that. Uh, I'll throw into the pile Detective Comics nine forty, which is the end of the first arc. Right. Which all of you just go, oh, that issue, yes. That issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big climatic issue—it's emotional, heart-wrenching, but also mysterious. It opens up the stuff to the rebirth kind of thing. It felt like a, uh, it felt like a good conclusion to what the first arc was, what it was building to. Yeah, and felt natural. So I, and it kind of proved as well that oh, Tinian can stick the landings here. It's not just he's good at setting up and teasing us with character interactions. That he can actually tell a complete good story. So, so it's there for all those reasons. Matt, any other nominations you'd like to throw into the pile? No, I, those, those are my two. Those are my two go-to, plus the DC Rebirth special, which we already talked about. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, i got one more. It's the first issue of Superwoman for being such a, I think that's a, a very massive surprise that Let's came out this. of nowhere, and it was nothing like anyone expected, I don't I, think. I think if... I'm just making up awards as I go here. I think we can give that the award for best surprise of the year. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think it- that's fair. So here you go, award I just made up on the spot. Uh, Superwoman, number one, best surprise. I mean, just because you can't give an award without a contender, I'd say Tinian on Detective Comics because we were obviously going in, we were a bit like, eh, yeah, yeah he's number this. two, yeah, sure. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, that's, 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 that's some good stuff. Um, I'm surprised no one mentioned like Trinity issue one. That was yeah, was a good it's pick up there. That, that was know? on there. That. That would have been. I think. I think me and uh, Matt are feeling. Is it? Is it too much if we if we bring up Trinity again? <laughs> again. Yeah. I just. I feel, I feel like that was. That seemed like an obvious choice. I would also. It, it feels really fresh. So I, I feel weird bringing it up and putting it in this discussion. But Supergirl being a super issue one, I would maybe throw into this pile. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Also, Justice League Suicide Squad, the first issue, just because. Like, I don't expect it to win. This is more of an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. I was dead set. I was dead set against it when it was announced, and now I'm eagerly anticipating issue three that comes out later this week. I, I love when Matt's dead set against something, then it turns out that oh. he was wrong. Uh, the, the famous example on uh, we do a movie show called One Point Twenty One, oh. and for months Matt was like, "This Mad Max Fury Road looks." Bad. I don't uh, want to see it. This trailer doesn't do anything for me, and I kept telling, "No, nope. Matt, it's, it looks like a good action movie. This should be good." Just wait, just wait. And then, yeah. sure enough, I go see it. I say, "Matt, go see it. It's fantastic." And he goes and sees it, and he is on his like, top five of the year. He was over the moon with it. It was. Yeah. It was. And I kind of I love seeing Matt have to admit he was so wrong. I love it too. I love it when it's, you do it as well. It's, even, it's, it's even more satisfying for Matt though if it's something Batman related. Oh, it really is. It is. No, it is. There, there is nothing better that can happen in a year than than that. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. It happens with other things. Yeah. But they're, you know. But we were picking force. Uh, single issues was what we were on. Um, yep. Now I would. Agree. I actually think that 
DC Universe Rebirth is technically the real number one, but we'll give like a sort of secondary number one. Honestly, I think Superman issue seven is kind of the the best pick for that. I don't know if Connor would. I'd I'd maybe argue with Wonder Woman eight, but I'm not going to argue that hard. <laughs> well, I, I can be number two. I was I mean, prepared. I was prepared to argue against Superman. For, for um, what? Just because I was I was <laughs> ready to, you know. All right. Um, okay. But no, I'll, I'll vote Superman seven. Oh, Easy. Oh, the Ultroning is coming in. Sorry, the Brainiacing is coming in. Can't use these Marvel references. There's not oh, a place for it. Not a time and place. Plus, I think Brainiac predates that other robot by a good, good probably. solid decade. Yeah, probably does. Huh? So that's yeah. fair. But yeah. So best single issue of the year. It's really a DC Universe Rebirth issue one. And actually, let's let's talk about that a little bit because we mentioned it was important, but we never really spoke about why it was important. Even though the entire thing we're it, doing it started with it that, brought and, continuity that back to dc brought wally yeah. west like, back to dc exactly and I, I feel like wally west is continuity personified he's the flash that took over for the mentor right yeah like his mentor dies in crisis on infinite earths and he has the mantle thrust upon him and then he's the flash for like 25 years just dead yeah. and he has ties to everywhere the Teen Titans, the Justice League, Justice League of America, and everyone else, every other form of team and group, and and then he, you know, stupidly is taken away. No um, explanation, just, no, we don't need him no more. And we're not doing panel of the year, because we're, we're never going to remember panels, but I do want to point out a page from that book. It did give us yeah. that page with Batman holding the, the Watchmen pin yeah. with the caption, we are being watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is that. obviously that's up a story that's lasting a couple of years, presumably. Yeah. Cool. And cool. there's there's ties into action and detective and you know, even through Batman and I feel sometimes in, in some of these other books that I'm just not remembering. Yeah, it's obviously but, Titans and obviously Yeah, Titans. Yeah. A few of them. This is actually probably a perfect time. Perfect time to mention a bit of news from this week. I know it's weird to drop news in the middle of an award show, but there was yeah, a tweet. It's... A tweet on New Year's Eve. You're talking about about from the man himself, right? Yeah, from Jeff yeah. Johns. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Johns put a tweet that said, "I'll be writing some comics this year." So, simple yeah. enough, right? That's fine, and that that'd be exciting in of itself. We could speculate what it was, but there was a picture that he put in this tweet, a picture of Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen. Yeah, and do you know what I loved about this as well? Like this was part. This wasn't just an isolated tweet. This was a a series of yeah, five, he said. Ah, oh, this is five th- five events from DC. I'm looking forward looking to forward this to year, yeah. and that was number one. Like that was the way count down to. That's how big this is. So are we thinking we'll have the Snyder event in summer, and then mm-hmm. we'll have a Johns event in like oh, pretty much because one of fall. one of the things he did mention was having Mira in live action. Hmm. So mm. you know. Yeah, and he talked about another. DC TV show coming on. He did, but he it also mentioned amongst uh, Lucifer, which I forgot is DC, and, and Gotham. Gotham. So, so it might it could, not be a CW, yeah. No, so it could be anything. It could be anything, yeah. But, I mean, but nah, I just thought that was worth mentioning because yes. exciting. Well, yeah. Another another sites that will remain nameless that I don't like. Um, 
I decide, saw this headline too, and it was yeah, bullshit. Decide to make the headline that he's writing Watchmen comics, or if it, there's no, just because he used the image of Manhattan, doesn't mean it's a Watchmen comic. I feel like if you so, read the Rebirth one shot, you kind of know why he tweeted that. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, not people yeah. that don't know and they just see this. And considering this site that shall remain nameless was yes. the one that broke the story. You know, like it leaked this before Rebirth came out. Yeah, it leaked yeah. all these Rebirth They details, have yeah. no excuse. No. Yeah. None. Just shoddy so, reporting. It's just shoddy, well, shoddy reporting, clickbait material, and yeah. just, I, uh, every time I have to click on that, it makes me feel bloody I, dirty. I just avoid it. Well, that takes us to the main event, which of course is going to be us debating over what the top 10 books are of the year. We are going to rank these. We're going to... Decide what the ten are, narrow it down, have a short list, and then pick what they are. Uh-huh. And obviously, the coveted book of the year at number one is the uh, the major thing there. But we'll we'll have a full ten because I think it's worth doing. I think the trades are about to hit uh, in January. I know a lot of people who watch or listen to this show don't actually read the monthly; they like to keep up to date what's going on and then buy the trades later. But I've heard, I've heard a few people uh, saying they're doing that. Uh, it's worth mentioning though, if you are waiting for the trades, they're doing deluxe hardcovers that have like the first two trades and the one hardcover coming out at the yep. same time as the third trade paperback. Yeah, so these first trades are starting in January, January yeah. and the oh. deluxe hardcovers are starting around August, I believe. Yeah, July, August. Because the, the second volumes of the, all the double shippers are coming out in about They're April, about, May, and then yeah. the third volumes are coming out in August-ish time. And that's when the deluxes of the first two are coming. So if you're yep. wanting to hold off, I mean, obviously, if you've been waiting this long, you might not want to wait any longer. But if you do like hardcovers and you want to wait, that's... I will be double dipping on many things because the DC's deluxe editions lately have been really nice. And, and, it, and again, this is where they fixed their shipping schedule because for the longest time it was they take so long to come out. And yeah. to be fair, it feels long because you're still, I mean, you get a trade in, in January now. You're yeah. still going to be immediately, you're an entire arc behind. Yeah, Tarps. but not as far, yeah, but not as yeah. far as, as they used to be. Well, yeah. it's, it's worth mentioning that it's much quicker because they're going to have like a new trade of like say yeah. Batman every three months because it's because there's six issues every you know, much quicker than it used to be. Yep, half the yeah. time. Exactly. So, yeah. So that that's uh, I just thought that was worth pointing out because if you're if you're watching listening to this, you're thinking, oh, this top ten may be a good place to start with what to try that kind of thing. Yep. So there you go. All right. So I I think some obvious obvious shortlist picks here, and I'm it's going kind to, of the ones we've been talking about, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to yep. write these down so I can place them in order when we've got them all ready. But I think obviously Wonder Woman and Superman in Detective Comics yeah. are kind of yeah, uh, and uh, Trinity goes in there obviously. I was going to say the the Trinity is very well represented, and then he said Trinity, so because we have a <laughs> Superman book, a Wonder Woman book, and a Batman book. Yeah. So. yeah. Maybe it maybe shows that they care again. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, apologies for the sound of my typing there uh, over the yeah. over the audio. But, yeah, so, right, okay. Trinity then as well. I would also argue Nightwing should be in this discussion. Nightwing? Yeah. yeah. Well, and look at that. Wouldn't we hit my, my personal top five? That's <laughs> all, all five of them. Those <laughs> five books right there. I, that didn't take long, did it? Uh, no. I did not. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a weird one for Pete, but I, I really want to rep Deathstroke. Like Maybe Here's not too problem. high in the top ten, but I feel like it deserves a place. Connor's Co- not it, heard it, Matt's opinion on the latest issue yet, yeah. apparently. 
I haven't I have read no the idea what, issue yet. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Oh, okay. It's so <laughs> so. I, if if we were forced to put it, I'd put it in at ten. You know, but as much as I do like it, and Priest uh, writing is great, and the art's fantastic, I feel it's going to be better once the story's done. Because there's so many of these moving pieces right now that I'm just like, where is this going? Okay, I, I have not read the last issue. So okay. up till that point, I was kind of on, totally on board yeah. following everything. I didn't know where yeah. it's going, but I'm liking yeah. the journey. Yes. So, but okay, I'll, I'll allow that to, to be. I'm just adding to the discussion Batgirl and Green Arrow. I feel like. I Batgirl I was going to rep for easy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to think of the yeah. obvious ones here uh, to begin with. Uh, going down the list. I feel like I'm going to exclude Teen Titans because it's very good, but we've only had two, three issues. I feel like that's yeah. less... Plus the Rebirth, yeah. Yeah. So, oh. you know, I feel like stuff that's just started in the last two months is a bit harder to pick for, like, best series because you're, you've you yeah. only got a couple of issues to work with. Uh, whereas all these have had a full arc now. Some, some cases have yeah. had two arcs. Uh, I'd throw in The Flash. I feel like that's... It started... I, I know I wasn't as keen on it as you two were at the start. You two were obviously more into it immediately but i feel like it's really grown over its whatever it had many issues now yeah. and i feel like it had such a long first arc compared to everything yeah. else that i really appreciate that it took its time and told the story in exactly how much it needed instead of compressing it yeah um i think other ones that might be up for discussion would be superwoman perhaps action and, comics and supergirl actually no <laughs> i've said that but I think Superwoman's maybe more unanimously liked than Supergirl is. I'm not sure. I, I feel I feel like Superwoman has, for me, not yet lived up to that first issue. Okay, okay. Whereas Supergirl, I feel like, has consistent. been a bit, bit more consistent, yeah. That's true, but I'll, yeah. All right, Supergirl, it's, I'll add that to the... It's just the I, I couldn't go without saying Action Comics. It's been a... A spine style series. Action Comics is in a, a weird place for me where it's the same with Green Lanterns, where the first arc was like, uh, you know, it was good. Yeah. No, 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 Action Comics, the first arc was better than Green Lanterns' first arc. But after that, it's been really good. Whereas oh, the this, first yeah. arc kind of just turning yeah. the gears, getting into the story. Yeah. God Slayer's been really good. I don't think the. I don't think the. Action, action's in this kind of weird place where I don't think it's like blown you away, even when it's good. Like the good stuff in this like sort of latter half of the year hasn't been like you know it's not like when you read Superman and you're like oh man this was like Earth Shattering stuff. It's just really yeah. consistently solid. Yeah. Uh, in the last couple. Kind of what, so what Jurgens does is consistently solid. Yeah. So, How many have we got now? Uh, well, that's ten we've got now, actually. But I don't know. If we, we could be missing something. Uh, I, I'm I don't just want having to, a scan through. I don't want to solidify this ten b without because mm -hmm. because we've uh, because I, I would probably argue Batman's better than action if I'm. And I would argue the complete opposite. I, I know you would. I know yeah. you. Yeah, I think I think I'd be with Matt on this one. Okay, oh. that's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I like, I like Batman a lot. But I feel like action I've enjoyed more every issue after that first chunk. Oh, right. first movie with the feather. I feel like Connor, I Connor's forgetting something, 10. though. Connor's forgetting oh, to nominate well, something. You're going you're gonna to let this stand, Matt, after I, after I just kind of backed I, you I up can't. on I can't, and I was, I was looking down at my list, so I, I, I didn't say press the button this time. 
you know. Carl's forgetting a certain red character that you might want to uh, nominate here. <laughs> Goliath no, doesn't no, no, have no. his own book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty solid to, to choose from to try to order, I think. Yeah, that's the 10 I'd probably go with. I'm looking through all the, the Rebirth titles. Okay, okay. All right, so we have our 10, we have our 10. So I'm going to nominate something for number one then. Mm-hmm. Oh, you stand at the top. Well, it's hard, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to ask, well, how do you start from 10 and work your way up? You have to sort yeah. of to say what your well, favourite you is. You can, it's easy to decide what your least favourite is as well. Oh, well, Action Comics then. That's already at 10, so there you go. That's easy. <laughs> do we agree that Action Comics is the worst of those nine? As long as Batman doesn't show up above that, then yeah. Well, Batman's not on it. Okay, then. There. <laughs> that worked just right. We can book in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now action's getting shifted and Batman's going on there at number... Matt's too happy. Uh, we can't have Matt be too happy. Yes, you, yes, you can. <laughs> we can. We can. <laughs> see me during the New 52 to see when it's, like, unhappy. Uh, the polar opposites. Yes. Oh, dear. <laughs> Some would say Matt is happy. Some would say it's the reverse. Unclear. That was a Flash TV joke in case you're, in case you're, in case you're not following. Um, okay, right. Action at number 10. I feel like it's harder to work our way up from that side, though. I think we have to argue what all number right. one is. Okay. Because right, we're all agreeing it's either Superman, Detective, or Wonder Woman, right? We're all agreeing that yeah. those are the three that are in contention. Yep. Yeah. Right, Okay. Does someone want to go out on a limb and say which one they think it should be? Well, we already know Matt, don't we? Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, is, as much as I hate to make him happy, I actually agree with him. It's Superman. And uh, so do I. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There's not even a majority we have to worry about. It's just unanimous. And the writing, you know, Tomasi Gleason won for writer earlier, you know, so. Now, it's, it's funny. Had you asked me this two or three months ago, I would have had Detective at number two and Wonder Woman at number three. But I feel like it's kind of shifted a little bit. Not because Detective's gotten weaker. If anything, Detective's consistently shown its strong second arc ended fantastically. Mm-hmm. But I think Wonder Woman's gotten better since it started. And I feel like Wonder Woman should be number two. But I don't know if that's a consensus that... I think share. I disagree. Because I think okay. I agree at the minute Wonder Woman is better. But I think if you if you take it overall yeah. and even it out, Detective was better for longer. All right, okay. Matt, I, you, who side are you on here, Matt? I just when it when it came down to the Wonder Woman stuff, I enjoyed the uh, even numbered, and I don't know if those came out at the same time as as uh, Detective. You know what I mean? Like I'd have to look over the year to see where I put each one, but because I was really strong on the even numbered year one stuff. Um, over the regular or the the lies arc, they kicked it off. I think I'm with Connor on that one. Is that tech over the long run's been all right? Uh, been better. Detective goes yeah. to number two then. There you go. Wonder Woman obviously takes number three. Yep. Then we have to pick the fourth. And I know Connor's, where... Connor's going to scream yeah. for Trinity, and I can see why he's saying that. But I think Trinity breaks one of the rules. Yeah, it's not had a full it, arc yet. Yeah. Full arc it hasn't. yet. It's close though. It's close. <laughs> it's close. But it's not quite there. It's 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 maybe not close enough to be this high. Yeah. Based on those rules. 
Yeah, yeah I, I would... Maybe, I maybe would like six or seven. Agree with that. Mm-hmm. Although one thing we've not mentioned here is New Superman, which I'm now just thinking about. Because I think it's been very consistent, it's been very good, but I don't think yeah. it's been one of the, the best. Yeah, I don't think I've had it in my top five any of the times we've talked about it. I feel like I usually rank it higher than action. You might, mm-hmm. but me and Matt definitely don't. No. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But I'm, I'm mentioning it. I want, I want things to get shouts I mean, out. I would, yeah. I would say at four, I would put Nightwing, because it's been quality since since the start. Okay. No, no, I, no I mean, I, I, I think... Uh, I think I agree I'm, honestly, I'm trying to remember what else we mentioned to what it's up against. Green Arrow, Batgirl, The Flash, and Supergirl, Matt. Uh, yep. Connor, rather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm alright with Nightwing at four. Okay, right, with the same Nightwing at four. Bring the character again back to his roots, and this Bloodhaven arc, the second. Kind of second. It's, it's weird because obviously the Bat books all took that break for the uh, Monster Men. And then it did a little bit of like an epilogue to the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we got that fantastic dream issue as well. Yeah, uh, Superman, which I did really like. Which is, I think that's just something else that Rebirth has done a great job of. It's been playing with the structure of arcs. It's not all these rigid six issues. Yeah, yeah. I I know there was an article from that same site that must not be named (laughs) that actually was speculating Mm -hmm. that the, especially the Superman ones, you know, where it's had like these three two issue arcs. Yeah, that they're actually testing the waters and seeing how that, how that goes and they'll be planning to do that a bit more in, in this coming year. To be fair, that same site also at one point said that after the first arcs, the double shipping would stop. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> so, But this one feels more feasible because obviously we've seen Superman do these shorter ones, Green Arrow's done that, but Flash yeah. had a longer first arc and it feels like they're letting the story breathe at if, their own pace. Yeah, if, if DC's smart about things and they have been this last year... They'll just let the writers and creatives yeah. decide what they want to do. I, I think if the, and go from there. If the story requires a nice long eight to ten issue yep. thing, do it. If it requires yep. three issues, do that. I, I think yep. it's really that simple. And it's up to the obviously keep the trades in mind a little bit because you have to package it in yeah. like, you know, groups yeah, later, yeah. but it works out for Superman that its second trade will be three two issue arcs and that can just that's a nice little package. Weird. Yeah. But I, I like that they're allowing them to have this bit more flexibility because i think during the new 52 it was so rare that we got anything less than six or more than six yep. it was six you occasionally got a seven yeah but it, it yeah. was very strict it, it was yeah so. well then you would have something like zero year which was what <laughs> four six and whatever like yeah it was, but it weird. was split up weirdly but yeah batman is probably the only series i can think of that had like these odd trades collecting yeah. odd other issues here and there right yeah. Mm. Alright, well, that leads us back to the, the list here, though. We've got Nightwing at number yeah. four. Alright. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> this is actually really tough now. I feel like Green Arrow and Flash have both had a very similar thing where they've been very great 90% of the time, but they've both had that one, two issue little arc that was a bit yep. weaker than the rest yeah. of it. Yep. They've yeah. both had that. It's really funny how they've both kind of but... managed each other on that. Batgirl's been solid for six, five. I was just thinking that. Batgirl, yeah, Batgirl's been very consistent, and it's uh-huh. also gotten better as it's went along. Because I remember enjoying uh-huh. the early issues, but it was when it came together in like issue four or five when the arc was kind of yep. coming to an end. I was like, oh, I'm really getting into this more now that, that things are mm-hmm. clicking. And I probably like the the standalone issue from this past week the best. Me too. 
So we're saying background number five, is that what we're saying? Uh, that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay, we're saying background number five. That's three bat books in the top five. I'm okay for that. Yeah, but, but not number, number one. one so so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what they say, second place is first loser. Shut up, man. Well, what have we got left? We have Trinity, Green Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. Those are our other four. I'd go so Flash I next. Yeah. I would go Flash okay. next. I, I wouldn't argue that. Oh. I, I'd, I'd then... say Flash, Green Arrow. And then, See, I'd, I'd, I think I'd put Trinity above Green Arrow. Well, if we're, if we're sticking to the rules, that the ones who have not had a finished yeah. arc yet should maybe be counted a little bit lower, then I'd put Trinity and Supergirl at 8 and 9. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right so, so there we go. Here's the top 10. Mathematic as possible. Yeah. Here's the top 10 yeah. comics, DC series, according to Cuts from the Multiverse, with some rules and some bickering and some arguments. 10 is Action Comics, 9 is Supergirl, 8 is Trinity. Seven is Green Arrow, six is The Flash, five is Batgirl, four is Nightwing, three is Wonder Woman, two is Detective Comics, and number one is Superman. Look at that. Three super books, three bat books, and one that they share in. That's that's pretty good. I'd almost argue that they need more variety. <laughs> I'm looking at that. Well, I, this is the thing. Like, there, there is a bunch should... of stuff that's not them that is very good as well it's just these are the standout ones because we yeah. care so much yeah i think that's fair because like, like green lanterns like... has turned up yeah, since that yeah. first arc do you know what it's, i wouldn't say it's top 10 that's something that i've really noticed as we're talking about these how many of these books have gotten better as they've went along because yeah. we've said yeah. it about green lanterns we've said it about nightwing we've said it about wonder woman We've said it about Flash. Flash. Action comics. Action comics we've said it about. So many of these have gotten better into their second, third arcs. That, that's actually really impressive. It's good. It's a promising sign. It is. Yep. And there, there are books that like, I'd give a shout out to, like Blue Beetle. I think it's just something completely different. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That is, it's not a top 10 book, don't get me wrong. But it is like well worth reading. Oh, yeah, I think it's definitely worth saying that I have about 21 22 dc books that i'm reading right now that i'm liking my my new year's resolution is to um cut back on my comic spending and i made a list and it looks like i will have like altogether five books that aren't dc and everything else on my list it doesn't DC. help when they're launching these new books in the next couple of months no and they all well look, here take more money God and they it. all look good that's the other they thing do. JLA, yep. Super Sons, Batwoman, all of its, um, and then and then presumably you know a little bit later down the line we're going to have some some JSA, some some Legion and Shazam, probably maybe. Shazam. I mean, I think people have been wanting that for about three and a half years now, but maybe well, it'll come eventually. Which is but why I feel yeah. like Johns was holding out for it, and he didn't have the time, and so maybe maybe we're going to get like Magic versus Manhattan. Is it? Is it almost? kind of a good thing they didn't get around to it though like they've waited until the continuity is back in a good place before we start introducing yep. some of these things again I so we can care agree. a bit more when it happens yeah yep so yep. as much as i was i was really annoyed for a long time that we weren't getting a shazam book it's kind of worked out it's worked out that it when is. we do get it now that it'll mean mean more because it's in the better continuity it's, it's in a better era so i think that's good so yeah. that's that's yeah so we got we got there there's your top 10 books top 10 series mm -hmm of the year obviously we only started at the end of may next year we'll have a much bigger 
pull yeah. to uh, go from, and that should yeah. be exciting. And we'll have we'll add some new categories next year. We'll have like best new series because obviously here's, we'll have established. Here's the ones real already. test, though. What will be the first rebirth book to be cancelled? That's an interesting prediction. Because right now we've only got them adding books. We've got heard nothing about even <clears throat> rumblings of what. Well, because they cancelled a whole bunch to make room. You know they did. So I think they still have. I mean, for the longest time they're sticking to that fifty-two. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I'm down for that being the first cull. Yeah, yeah. It's Red Hood, I don't think will be cancelled, but no. I'm I'm putting it on the screen as a joke because that's obviously what we want to be cancelled. I really want to know what he did to mean that DC will just give him a book at all times. I think, no honestly, what. I think he has evidence stashed away somewhere on Didio. Didio's got like a, a murder in his past or something. And Don't forget him and Bob Harris are really good friends too. Uh, so as long as Harris has a position of power, that writer is going to write. I like Black that at least someone else has kind of come in with the... Like John's has come in with powering on look. You can have your book because we have to because Harris says so, but you're going yeah. off to the side and we're going to yep. ignore you, damn it. We're going to give you the worst Robin and yep. just just go. Easily the worst Robin, may I add. Yeah, I don't think anyone's easily. going to argue with that, right? No. Oh, there's, there's fans well, on the internet. I've seen I people. Yeah. yeah, I know like, someone that lives in Philadelphia that's not listening or outside of Philadelphia that would argue. Was he born and raised well, there? I believe so. Come on, that was a cracking joke. That was not yeah. bad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I, want, I want to be acknowledged for that he one. He didn't spend most of his days in playgrounds. All right. So, took me a second. It, it, well, he does now as an adult, but that's just creepy. Let's not talk yeah, about that. The police should be informed. <laughs> Someone phone the police. But anyways, he thinks that that's the best Robin, and I always have to tell him he's wrong, and so does Alden. Has to tell him he's wrong. That it, I don't understand, like, how... Any, like, all the, the other three I can at least see argument yeah, an for. Yeah, argument like, for. I, I think there is a right answer. It's Tim. But yeah. I can see arguments for the others. Because we're not Jason, saying best I, character. I we're saying best Robin. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I got confused. You two... Went, went on oh, that. Oh, yeah, with some other, like, the cancellations. Yeah, okay, first, yeah, first cancel. That's a good thing. Let's do some predictions for 2017. I think that's a really good idea. Before I get to the statistics. Oh, no, I'll do statistics first. Let's do predictions after. I feel like we'll wrap up 2016 and then we'll we'll talk Move about on. predictions, yeah. We'll wrap up the show with some predictions and hopes. That's a, that's a good idea. All right, so I just, I just I've, I've been keeping track of who's been picking what is their favourites each week because we always do the, the top five books at the end. Yep. And I have some just picks yeah i'll do some individual ones after but i'm going to tell you just what the uh unanimous picks are that's my cat in the scratching post in the background just in case you're wondering what that is and that's a hiccup from connor because he has chronic hiccups didn't you know you probably should you should know that by now we're on episode like 33 but right so unanimous picks i'm going to ask what do you think the most unanimous picked series is and when i say unanimous what i mean by that is that all three of us picked that you know the same issue that week what, se- what series has the most? Superman. Because obviously we've all picked it as best series, and yeah. I think also, especially in those early couple of months, it was always like our top choice for a while, and it came out of a bit of a joke. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's a reasonable guess. Matt, you've seen Superman as well? I am. What if I told you it was a tie? So it's Superman and Tech. Yeah, because they're on the opposite week, so they're not competing yep. with each other. Yep. 
That is incorrect. Whoa. Uh, Superman is tied with Wonder Woman uh, for unanimous picks. They both have three each. And then Detective Comics has two. Nightwing has two. Superwoman has one. And Trinity has mm. one. Yep. And I'll, I'll tell you what they are, actually. It's, it's, I'll, so I'm calling this... I've, I've actually written this down as the unanimous Hall of Fame for 2016. So I'm just going to read... It's only 12, so I can read them out quickly. Really. Number The first ever was Superman issue 1, which was from episode 4 of the show. Then Superman mm-hmm. issue 2 from episode 7 of the show. Then Nightwing issue 1 from episode 10. Superwoman issue 1 from episode 12. And then Detective Comics 939 from episode 14. Superman issue 6 from episode 16. Detective Comics 940 from episode 17. Wonder Woman issue 8 was the first Wonder Woman time this happened with it from episode 21. Then Trinity issue 2 got unanimous picked from episode 22. Mm-hmm. Then Wonder Woman issue 10 from episode 25. Then Nightwing issue 9, which was the dream issue. Episode 26 that came from. And the last one was Wonder Woman issue 12 from episode 30. I think that really highlights something that we were saying. Obviously, especially with Wonder Woman, we said, and Matt especially has repeatedly said, eight is that turning point. And then, where yeah, kind of and from since, there, and then the even numbers as well. Yeah, oh. since then it's been on top form, yeah. And you're right, it's been the even oh. numbers. But it's funny how it kind of took took Detective's thunder and that since Wonder Woman started getting picked, Detective hasn't. Yep. Yeah. The last time Detective was picked with 940. Wow. And that's unanimous. Not that, I think some people did yeah. pick Tech individually since then. But yeah, unanimously. Yeah, but unanimous. Yeah. Well, uh, I think some have had a, at least one more, but I went rogue with Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> I, think I think you did, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Both, we both picked the Superman. And do you know what's funny, Matt? Do you know what issue oh. that was you you didn't pick? That was, was seven. Uh, seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. Seven. The issue you argued Trinity for best won. issue of the year was the issue yeah. that you didn't pick. <laughs> Trinity, Trinity won. It was so good, though. It just stole your heart. It did. It's mm. Manipole doing everything. I get it. And they're having dinner. Bruce is sitting there. You know, such a good issue. It is. Here's a question for you. So I've also got written down the sort of ranking of like how many times a series was picked, just in general. Yeah. You know, so how so how many times between all of us did something get picked as the best book of the week? Now you'd be right in guessing that Superman won that with sixteen. Superman's been picked sixteen times between us Mm -hmm. for best book of the week. Wonder Woman's been picked uh, second most times with 14. And then it's Nightwing with 13. Yeah. And then Detective's number four with 11. Then Trinity is number five with six. The Flash is number six with three. Then Superwoman with three. Batman's also got three, so three-way tie. And then there's some twos and a couple of ones. But that's... Just just to give you a sense. So, But here, let's do the individual ones, because this is actually a lot more fun. So... What do we think? Obviously, Superman's not. Uh, sorry, Matt's number one's easy. It's Superman. We don't, we don't even have to think about it. He picked yeah. that nine times this year. Out of nine what, times. Issues? Uh, yeah, out of 13 issues. Uh, the annual as well. As, oh, but that didn't count in this, did it? The annual? No. No, we didn't do it that week because there wasn't enough yeah. to pick from. So, yeah, out, out of 13, 14 including the rebirth issue, I suppose. Yeah. He's picked Superman nine times. What do you think your second most picked one was, Matt? Wonder Woman. You're right. With six. Nailed it. And it drops all the way down to two for Detective Flash, Trinity, Nightwing, <laughs> which are all tied at two. And then a bunch yeah. of ones. So, there you go. Connor, what do you think your number one most picked book was? I'm actually not sure, because 
The problem I have is I'll say something at the end of the episode and I'll mean it then and after our discussion, but then I'll think back now, months later, and some issues will have stuck with me more than others. Well, like the, the great hypocrisy of Superman arguing for Superman issue 7, but he didn't pick that that week. I thought that I picked Trinity, didn't I? Oh, Matt picked Trinity. Matt picked, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I pick Trinity? I picked Superman. You picked Superman. Yeah, I? I don't remember. Yeah. I think it was a long did. time ago. If you didn't, at least I didn't. One of us, I picked Superman that week at least. Well, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't unanimous. But the point I'm making well, yeah, though, is that he picked... I don't know what I picked. I feel like I might have picked Trinity. But the point is, Matt picked Trinity that week and he picked Superman. I was just making yeah. a point. It's not important. But but yeah, what do you think your number one is? Take a guess. I'm curious. Let's see if you get it right. Maybe Detective. That's number two. All oh, right. okay. Now, your number one pick but it was Nightwing. Mm, okay. five. Detective yeah, had five. Yeah, Detective had four, Trinity had three, Wonder Woman had three, then Batman and Superman both had two, and then you've got a bunch of ones. So Superman surprisingly low with only two. Yeah, kind of spread out. What do you think my number one pick because? Because obviously Batman. I don't know what mine is. No, why, why do people think I've picked Batman? I've picked... I, don't know. I feel like you picked it a lot during that, like that second arc. I have picked Batman once this entire show. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I guess Jenin, I guess what it is is when you, you picked you picked Jan as the artist a lot. Yeah, I, I did do that, but you you're so full of shit on the other I side of things. Though. No, I think that's what's uh, <laughs> impressing on my mind is you picked Jan and I'm, I'm associating that with Batman. No, I picked Batman just once this entire time. Okay. So what do you think my number one is? Flash. I also only picked that once the entire time. You're terrible Nightwing. at this, Connor. I'm just yeah. trying to remember what you enjoyed. <laughs> Nightwing is the right answer. I picked Nightwing yeah, six cool. times. Uh, I picked Detective 5, Superman 5, and Wonder Woman 5. So the top four books we picked, I had an even almost exactly even spread out of the four of them. So well, that's pretty cool. And then I had a lot of ones. Yeah, Matt was clearly the one who went above and beyond with his series. Yeah, Matt, Matt's got the bias above here. and away. If there's anyone here who's got a bias, it's definitely Matt. Oh, well, actually, no, that's not entirely true. Connor also has a bias that creeps in every once in a while. And I, I think... Do you see that in any of my picks, other than the worst series, which I'm assuming you didn't keep bother keeping track of? Because it was that every month that it was out. <laughs> in fact, it's so bad, I could pick it as the worst book every week, just because it infects my mind. It's still there. They can probably get it from context, but I just want to let the listeners who are not seeing the video know that I have put the Red Hood screen back on for Connor. You know, he yeah. did say he was going to read it till they were a team, and they're still not a team. So. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm regretting saying that. Yeah, um, you so, should always be careful what you say. So we're the firing problem was to... a really cool-sounding team, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'll give that a try. Actually, then... Matt, I've Yeah, started... but you, yeah. Got, you forget who's I know. writing I thought, it. I thought I'll... Well, see, this thing, I gave Venditti a chance with Greenland and Hal Jordan, and it's like, that's half really good. So I thought, yeah. oh, maybe I'll give him another chance. Well, Venditti's a, a better writer than... Uh, yeah, Matt, clearly. how, how yeah. do you feel about this Easy. new rule, right? And we'll start it now. I don't want to do it retroactively, because that's a bit unfair. But a new rule for Connor in Red Hood, that for mm-hmm. any more weeks of the show he misses, he has to add an extra issue on after they become a team. No, because uh, some of the times... I, no, some yeah. of the times I've missed, you have dictated to me. Well, once or twice. Well, yeah. And then some of them are just completely beyond my control. <laughs> like this last one. That's where he shows up missing an arm. He's like, I just don't want to read more Red Hood. 
Turn of the page, yeah. like under there, just yeah. like holding it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like dying, but I don't want to read any more red, so I'm just, I'm here anyway. Let us know, people. Do you want Carter to keep reading Red Hood? I want to hear the popular Look, vote on this. It doesn't matter how many they say. I will go against the popular vote and be an electoral college and elect myself to not read anymore. You know, I would try to absolve you, but it's way too much fun to watch. <laughs> so... All right, let's like, do some predictions and hopes for 2017 to round out the show then. I think that's a, a good way to wrap things up. So... What are we? So obviously, I think I think we're obviously hoping for some of the same books: Shazam, JSA, Legion. Not sure Pete's hoping for Legion, really, though, is he? No, no that's not right. like me. But I'm I'm being nice <laughs> and including it because you two are looking forward uh, to it. So I I think you know obviously we want more books. Uh, I think a few more solo books for characters that are in teams would be nice. You mean like like Batwoman? Like yeah, Batwoman's getting hers, but I'm I'm talking about yeah, yeah. Stephanie Brown. Perhaps I wouldn't mind a, a solo book. Especially if you got Brian Q. Miller to come back and write it, that'd be. I get that. I, I wonder if they're like Jen looking at the sales and going, "Look, these people maybe they they can't carry a solo, but they're not just fine, and we just have to cancel it." And they'd rather not put us through that and go, "But they will sell a team book altogether because we get all these different people." So while I, you you'd hope for one, maybe don't I I wouldn't expect one. Yeah, it's kind Whereas of like some of these birds of prey outside of outside of Barbara. Like those, those two hunters in Black Canary usually have problems. Okay, this this is true. But to be series. to be fair, Stephanie book though was doing reasonably well before. The only reason why that ended because well, the yeah. fifty two was happening. But that was that was as Batgirl. Like it was sold as Batgirl. Sure, now sure. it's different. Look, uh, it was called hopes. I have hopes. You can't just take them all and crush them. You shitbag. I, mean, I, I would love another uh, Black Canary uh, series that doesn't revolve around her being in a band. Like cause that was just weird. <laughs> so yeah but like like her going around right before she meets up with ollie or what she does um what she does you know when she's not around ollie in green arrow that'd be pretty cool i think by the way that's red hood buttons man your favorite thing i hope your computer dies and you <laughs> lose it uh. oh, that's just cruel that's just cruel you don't, you, you, Carl, you can say almost anything to me. You do it after a man's computer. Insult my mother. I know, I know, insult all of my life. That insult, was a bit hard. I regret it as soon as I said insult it. Insult whatever you want, but don't insult my computer. Okay. That, that, that okay, uh, okay, I've got I've got one. I'd love as a Tanner book, but I don't expect a solo book. But yeah. throw her with Black Canary. All right, okay. I'll, I'll say one of, one of these six issue minis that we've got for the, the Adam Strange. Yeah. and. Well, we had that. Um, just straight to graphic novel with her and Black Canary a couple of years Which ago. Which is being recollected with yeah. all of Denny's Zatanna series. Yes. Also, that, that trade in general, like that hardcover is fantastic. Which is why I really want this series going forward. Maybe it doesn't have to be Denny, but if they can get him. Denny on, a, Denny on a book would be good. Here, here's a hope I got. It's not even for a specific book to happen. But how about we get Martian Manhunter back on the Justice League? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe maybe Cyborg can go. Do you know what, guys? I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily you know, see my buddies in, in in the Titans. I wasn't going to necessarily jettison Cyborg, but just it'd be nice to have Martian Manhunter in a place of power again and not just forgotten. What's he doing at the minute? Nothing. Yeah. Does, uh, has he been doing anything in Rebirth at all? No. I, can't, I genuinely can't remember. I don't think he's popped up at all. Mm-mm. Last I, obviously I remember seeing was in the DCU. He had his his series. I can I can see him popping up in Supergirl yeah. if they're trying to. 
align it with the show a little bit. But mm. either way, I just want him to do so. I want to see him again. Like, come on, bring John Jones back. Yeah, and make it a big deal. Yeah, he's been gone you guys know what, now that I care. You guys know what I'm going to say after Legion, right? Another really booster gold. All oh, uh, right, okay. Like, yeah, booster gold book would be cool once Howdy. they fix the whole the the Manhattan time stream thing. Stephanie Brown right can't now. handle a solo series, but booster gold can. Yeah. <sighs> uh, booster gold, booster gold had a solo series for over fifty-two issues. They made a big deal when he made it to 52. So oh, written by, started off by Jeff Johns and finished by Dan Jurgens, which is where my Jurgens loves come. Jurgens love comes from. Okay. So, uh, that's, yeah. that's so and I, I feel like my other one is two, two, a Catwoman book again, please. I, th- I think that's inevitable. I think that's just waiting until the, the plot's in the right yeah, place for but it. I want one sooner rather than later because I, I really miss it. Because towards the end, that was one of my favorite books. Okay. And then also bring back Dr. Fate, please. He just had a series that went, what, about 18 issues. It was very good. Uh, but now we've got, like, classic Dr. Fate back around in Blue Beetle. and I feel like you're... I, I think him being in the GSA is more likely. I get that. I think what I'm really noticing myself here as I'm saying this is I want more of the magic side of stuff to be... Because obviously we've got Hellblazer, but that's about it at the minute. I kind of yeah. want them to kind of delve back into that because we haven't had it recently shadow pact mm. that'd be cool i kind of just missed the whole magic side of this universe yeah i i would love i, I kind of i often bring this up but i feel like i would really love a book that's not a superhero book whether it's gotham central or something like like yeah. that that's that's but fully in continuity fully in continuity but yep. Not a superhero thing, just something set in the world. I think would be really fun. Even if it's an anthology where you jump around, maybe you do an arc at you know a police station, yeah. an arc at the Daily Planet. I think an arc my at... one for that would obviously be I, I do just turn action at, after a few more arcs, turn it into a Lois book, and just have her do action, her yep. journalism and that sort of stuff, and do that. Yeah, Daily Planet bullpen. Yeah, you could. I, I I think it would I would be popular enough to support a obviously not a major seller. It wouldn't be up there with their the top books, but. Certainly in the, in that mid range, I, I think it would be po- especially if you do set it in Gotham, you set it in Metropolis, you set it in an obvious place. Where I think you have to to do one of those sorts of stories because yeah. you've got to play off the big established things for it to work yeah. in the universe. I, I think that's why Gotham Central works so well is because you have so many Batman villains that are kicking about that you can have them run into the police and it it feels like yeah. a big event when you know they come across someone who's that dangerous. Kind of thing. I I love something yeah. like that to pop up. That's hopes. Let's do some predictions. Let's make some guesses. I almost want to write some of these down and see how right we are at the end of the year. That could be fun. But all right. So you, Connor, you pondered what's the first book that's going to get cancelled, and let's let's just count the ones that are already active. That's not okay. I think uh, honestly, I think it might be Cyborg. I was just going to say that. That's al- that's already switching from double to single shipping. So you're that's 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 one of those signs for it. Also, like we've said, some solo character some characters can't support a solo book. I feel mm-hmm. Cyborg is one and they're trying. Johns clearly loves him and is just pushing it and I don't get it. I'm certainly not surprised that they've switched to single shipping. Certainly double shipping was no. never going to work for Cyborg, I don't think. I hate, I hate to say it, but I I could see something like Blue Beetle going. 
Mm-hmm. I can see it, but I hope not for that one. I hope not I as well. I, I would almost say Batman Beyond, but then again, like they had a series like the entire, the, like well, not entire, but like yeah. for the last several years that was chucking a lot, yeah, chucking since, a long since, time. So. Since Future's End, I think, which was about yep. That was towards the end of Lumiere's Green Arrow run, so it was about what twenty odd issues, maybe. Yeah. That said, that isn't so much a cancellation, but what I can see happening is I can see the I can see the Green Lantern titles shaking up and like ending because they're going to like do a new thing where it's not you know Simon and Jess. That, and then I can see that more so core. with Hal and the Green Lantern Core maybe becoming just Green a Green Lantern Core. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like I can see them shaking it up and re- not resetting, but just changing what the focus is a little bit so that it's a different name book. I get that. I feel like I'd expect that more in 2018 than 2017, though. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's right. But this is one of the weird things. Because of the double shipping, though, even if they do that after a year, there's still been 24 Two years' issues. worth yeah. of stories, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a weird timeline thing, but I, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. But, nah. Okay, so then cancel, cancellations, then. Anything else we, we can predict or make guesses on? No, let's just hope that the events are good. I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, I mean, we've got no reason to doubt yet. We've had the the one crossover, which was so good, far, which was good, and we've had the one event has just started, which is good so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know we've got another crossover coming up in March. March, April, yeah. Is that yeah, the, the Superman so... one. No, no. The, oh, the crossover, crossover. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's March. Yeah. yeah sorry. I, I was thinking the next event. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So obviously we got that, and then we got another. We know we got another event coming up, ish. Some around then. So a lot to look forward to, even in this first quarter, third of the year. Yeah, I mean, we have a few new books starting in February. So if we, if we go with the idea that we'll maybe get another two or three new books come June time, start of summer, I can see that also being kind of a quarterly thing. It seems to be every yeah. few months we'll get another couple of. Do you know what? This is this is almost a problem with this double shipping that everything moves so fast that it's hard to predict anything past like July time. Yeah, it is, it is difficult. Yeah, because the landscape could have changed so drastically since then. But ultimately, I, I think we are uh, generally quite happy with DC right now, and that's good. Just keep doing that. More of that. You yeah. know, add the things we want added, whatever. But generally, just keep going is the our sentiment right now. Definitely. All right, cool. I think that I think that does it. I think that's the your twenty sixteen comics awards, DC Comics awards from the Cuts from the Multiverse. This has been a bonus episode, but it's still going to be numbered. I'm not going to do a renumbered thing where it's no. You know, I could call it the annual, which I'd, I'd actually be kind of mm. funny. Yeah, yeah. I might do that I? actually. I might call this the annual, but this is uh, being Comics from the Multiverse. Um, thank you very much for watching. Listen, let us know what your favourites are of being of the year. Uh, favorite writer, artist, books, all that kind of thing. Just like what we've done, uh, it's always curious to hear us. Uh, but yeah, th- thanks for sticking with us this first year. It's been it's been good. Had some very loyal, dedicated people who've been sticking around the entire time, and uh, continue to do so. Help us grow. Uh, we should have a great twenty seventeen. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, so like and subscribe. Whatever it is you're listening to or watching this helps us a lot. If you do. And get us on Twitter. All our individual Twitters are on the screen, but obviously at mailed underscore fuzz is the the group Twitter. And yeah, so uh, we'll see you next time. And remember, I'm missing. I always, I feel like my outro is getting worse and worse as the show goes on. I don't know why, but it is. But hey, maybe I'm like certain writers, and I can't end an art. Connor's afraid to 
uh, agree because he doesn't want the button to be pushed again. Look, if he says it himself, does it does it matter if I agree? It's kind of like he's put the idea out. He there did it anyway. Still a dick. <laughs> uh, Always remember, guys, never get lost in the speed force. Connor loves Red Hood. <laughs>